Hello and welcome to episode 181 of the Casual Tryhard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And I'm a little froggy, as you can hear. <laughs> uh, yeah. Brian's not feeling so hot and uh, we're running a little low on time. We got to squeeze two episodes in over the course of this weekend. So these next two weeks worth of episodes are probably going to be a little shorter than normal. So apologies in advance. Yeah. Ha- having a child is just bringing in like a biological weapon into your house. Yeah. You just don't know when they're going to like pull the, the pin on like the sarin gas and like knock you out for three weeks. You're just like, oh, <laughs> sarin. Oh, well, sarin gas. That's a chemical weapon. Whatever. What are we going to bring home? Yeah, like a bowl of thrax. And you're just like, oh, man, I'm dead now. <laughs> um, a bowl of thrax. Yeah. So yeah, you didn't realize there. Gavin's middle name was Typhoid Mary. Yeah, exactly. Gavin Twi- Typhoid Wakefield. Wait a minute. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like he got an ear infection. Uh, and we were dealing with that. And then like Wednesday, I started to feel a little eh. Thursday, I was like, oh, I got to go to work and give this talk. I'm fine. Gave the talk. And then by the end of the night, I was like, I can't talk anymore. Yeah. And then Friday was just mime time with a two-year-old. He was not about <laughs> that light. He was like, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> you can't say no. Yeah. So we're going to talk about, uh, what is it? Alchemy, Legends, Commander Heroes, Baldur's Gate, something? Yeah, I think it's uh, Alchemy Horizons Baldur's Gate is the actual name. But I'm sure we're not going to remember that going forward. So some combination of those words will be the set name from here on out. Yeah. Uh, Something Mythic Edition. Um, (laughs) Probably. So as we've brought up, uh, Wizards has decided to not produce... uh, reasonable products for uh, yeah. like a four month period. So yep. if you have anything you want to hear about, I know we had someone come into uh, the, what's it called? Come into the discord asking about like, they're like, you, you say stuff that like, I don't understand. So I had to like go deep into the like archives and find like, Hey, here's the thing about jargon. And yeah. here's like the, like learning to play stuff. But yeah, I mean, that's probably a good point to bring up is uh, I guess we don't promote our back catalog really at all. Um, there's a lot of really good episodes in our back catalog, especially if you are um, like newer to our show or new to the game or both, probably both. Uh, we did a whole episode or a whole series of episodes last summer, like, I don't know, 15 episodes, probably all about like how to play magic and paper, how to like get into your local game store, all the terminology, some best practices, uh, things you should have with you, all of that sort of stuff. Um, So go back and check some of those old episodes out. I mean, if there's enough interest, we can certainly revisit some of that stuff. Um, Some of those episodes aren't like super interesting, but a lot of them are, you know, there was a bunch of them that were kind of fun to make. Yeah. Think about uh, stuff you don't normally think about. Yeah, so if you have any ideas of things you want to like us to talk about, please get at us on various social medias. All those links are in the description. Yeah. Um, our Discord is probably the best way. There's a link for that in the description if you want to join the Discord, like Brian mentioned a minute ago. Um, I'm in there all the time. Brian pops in pretty frequently. Um, but also, you know, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Um, all the links are down there. Um, if you guys want to support the show, uh we would appreciate it if you used our TCG player affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. 
follow that link over to TCG player and any singles you purchase will help support the show. We'll get a percentage of whatever you spend and goes right towards our hosting fees and, you know, whatever else we have to do for the show. If you guys want to support us a little bit more directly, you can chip a couple bucks into our Patreon, patreon.com slash casual tryhard MTG. Patrons get access to our show notes. They get access to our pre-show that we record before we do every show. Uh, completely unscripted. There's no format for it. It's kind of whatever we feel like talking about, us just catching up, making sure all our equipment's on and working. Uh, but if you want to listen to it, it's uh, quite entertaining at times. <laughs> completely raw and unedited so you never know what you're going to get um and you also get access to i do givebacks once in a while little tokens of appreciation um i think they're pretty cool and i think a bunch of our patrons also think they're pretty cool because i get some uh some awesome messages from them about them so uh thank you to all our patrons and if you want to support the show um like i said patreon.com slash casual tryhard mtg chip a couple bucks in and it re- really helps us out, lets us do all the extra stuff that we do. Um, one last thing is our YouTube channel, uh, Casual Triad MTG on YouTube, where you can see a video version of this show, complete with our smiling faces. If there's you know something that we're talking about um, that's like referencing a website, a lot of times I'll pull that up on the screen too. So it's a little bit, little bit more of a like a televised, not really TV, but you know what it is check us out on youtube <laughs> you know the thing you you have watched internet videos it's an internet yeah. video you know the basic exactly structure. you guys got phones right yeah, you know what's going on <laughs> all right so uh as we've talked about before wizards decided that this would be the year of the yellow and that they were yeah. just going to not do an in paper summer standard set super weird Super duper weird. And so our summer set is Alchemy Horizons Baldur's Gate. So this is an arena only set mm-hmm. that basically is here to put some number of the um, Baldur's uh, Commander Legends 2 Baldur's Gate uh, cards onto mm-hmm. arena. Uh, now, a lot of them, for reasons, they decided could not go on to Arena as they were from Commander Legends. So they were like, let's just put some ma- random Hearthstone mechanics on them and <laughs> we'll make it an alchemy set. Yeah. So this set is full of a bunch of random Hearthstone cards mm-hmm. and then... Stuff to fill out the draft environment. <sighs> That's where the problem is, right? Um, one of them. One of many problems. Yeah, yes. one of the problems. So I was very confused when I started looking through, like the whole spoiler came out this past week, uh, like a week ago for you guys listening to this. And I started looking through it and I was kind of confused because the set file didn't register in my head as what they had promoted this set to be. So I went back and looked at exactly what they, how they announced this set. And they said, Alchemy Horizons Baldur's Gate releases in July, bringing hundreds of new cards to Magic Arena and launching with everything you've come to expect from full set releases, including set mastery, draft gameplay modes, and more. 
so I was kind of under the impression that, you know, we would obviously and more means and more. And they had just announced Explorer. So I was, I guess, wrongfully under the impression they were going to add some Explorer cards in here to get Pioneer on Arena at some point. Well, you would think with adding hundreds <clears throat> of new cards to Arena, yeah. they would not just be cards that are only playable on like one and a half. Yeah. Of So I'm assuming all of these cards are legal in Alchemy. Mm-hmm. And then they're all legal in historic. Historic, but like it's just weird because we we've expected repeatedly that they would like use a product launch mm-hmm. as a way to like inject cards into Explorer, right. and they've just not done that. So At yes, all. they're adding hundreds of cards, but they are adding. Hundreds of cards for uh, kind of two formats no one cares about. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sure there's someone who has like a deck they really like in Historic that they go back to every so often. Or they yeah. play a lot because they can't play that exact deck in Explorer. But I think that most people are playing Standard and Explorer. Mm-hmm. on arena and again that that's what's spared out from that tapped out data right or untapped data untapped untapped but i know we as we said that's not the entire picture of all arena players mm-hmm. but like this is a set that basically ignores like a huge part of their player base and like that's really strange for uh like if this is supposed to be our summer expansion, that's really bizarre because it like it it's not adding anything to standard. So like that's a, kind of another thing that's weird about this whole thing is that alchemy has always been like kind of close to standard. Like it's standard plus some, right? It's yeah. standard and then like for every standard set you get was it twenty or thirty like alchemy only cards or whatever. Um with this set, it pushes alchemy like super far away from standard. This is an entire set that is legal in alchemy that's not legal in standard. Yeah, and that's not something that they've done before. They've not just been like, here is a uh, alchemy only set that's three hundred cards. Yeah, I mean, so maybe it's like it's just my like my perception of what alchemy is, but. Like, I kind of thought of Alchemy as, like, standard 0.5. Like, it's yeah. standard with just a little bit more. And then, you know, Historic is kind of, or was kind of standard 2.0, where it's, you know, even more. But now, I guess, Explorer's in the middle there, so it's like, yeah. you know, whatever. But now, like, Alchemy is a completely different, like, thing. Like, it, it, since there's an entire other set that's legal in Alchemy than Standard, I don't even know, like, if you could just play your Standard deck in Alchemy anymore. Uh, I know you can't from Midweek Magic. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's really weird. If the uh, untapped data 
is correct, right? Like, you know, basically, you know, 80% of their games are played in Standard and Explorer. Those people get zero cards. And then on no, top they, of... They get, they get one card. I'm sorry. They get one card. What what one card is that? Uh, Pilgrim's Eye. Mm, Pilgrim's Eye for Explorer. Yeah, that's... Uh, Yep. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I, I have registered that card for a tournament before. Like in standard though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. not like in Pioneer Light. No. Um and then on top of that, uh I honestly don't think there's anything here or there's not as much as there could be here for people who draft. I so I didn't draft any of the um, streets of New Capenna alchemy set that came out, and that was the first um, like draft alchemy set, right? That was the first time they did that. Yes. Um, I did not draft it, but I don't know how well. Like in my head, I don't see these, um, like the alchemy mechanics, the digital only mechanics that are supposed to only work digitally and don't work in paper. I didn't really expect them to make for a good draft environment because like limited games are super like up to chance anyway. Mm -hmm. Like the variance is very high in limited games because not only do you have the variance of the draft, like that compounds the variance in your deck. And when you have that much variance and then add in like all of these mechanics that are basically only variants, because that's like the one thing they can, you know, turn up to 11 digitally that you can't do in paper. Um, I kind of just assumed it made for a not great draft environment. Have you heard anything about how the uh, uh, Streets Alchemy draft environment was? I saw multiple tweets about how, uh, one from Sam Black that sticks out, that is basically like, I've done one of these, and it's just the exact same cards from Streets, but then they just added a bunch of like, overpowered and like seemingly untested alchemy cards into the exact yeah. same format. And while some of them are just like, you know, variant spin the wheel kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Some of them were like utterly ridiculous. There was like a green white enchantment that like each turn, uh, a year end step, each creature you controlled perpetually got an additional plus one plus one. Oh, wow. It was five mana. So it was like Mari's Wake, which mm -hmm. like if you get that card, you just like win every one of your drafts you resolve it in. Right. Like, do I have two creatures? Okay, you can never win. Then yeah. there was the red-green 3-2, and then when it came into play, two cards in your hand perpetually got when you cast this, make a treasure. Hmm. Which then like let you snowball out of control on like turn three. Yeah. So... Um, there were a lot of mechanics that just ended up not being fun mm -hmm. because they were like, you know, your classic alchemy mechanics that are just super snowballing. And it's not yeah. like they were like, hey, let's take some time and like turn some knobs on the uh, streets of New Capenna draft environment. Mm -hmm. We were adding these busted cards. Let's make Angelic Overseer cost four mana yeah. or be a one, one flyer or, you know, that's, that was the most egregious card. 
Uh, but or like jewel thief. Let's. Well, it doesn't mean trample and vigilance. Right. You can take one of those keywords off. Right. They didn't go in and then like tweak any of the other cards. Right. They just added in a whole bunch of elevens. Yeah, they added a bunch of elevens, and so then it was just like, all right, there you go. Here's a new yeah. draft environment. And it's like, but yeah. you made the draft environment like the worst kind of draft environment. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, did I open a bomb? Did I uh, get to cast the bomb? Yeah. Okay. Right? Kind of like uh, Val Limited. Mm-hmm. Where there were like 10 cards that were just like, oh, if this resolves, you win. Right. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when you win. Yeah. And they were just like, yeah, let's throw a bunch of those in your uh, draft and then not change any of the other cards. And it's like, so that's just not a good draft environment. Yeah. So kind of piggybacking on that, not changing any other cards, um, we told you that this set contains a whole bunch of alchemy-only cards that have alchemy-only mechanics and a whole bunch of cards from Commander Legends Baldur's Gate, but... Like you just mentioned, they did with Streets of New Capenna, the Horizon or Alchemy set. They just kind of laid that over the top of the Streets of New Capenna draft environment. They did the same thing here, Mm -hmm. where they overlaid the Baldur's Gate Alchemy cards and the Commander Legends Baldur's Gate cards with AFR, which like already wasn't a good draft environment. No one is looking back on that format being like, you know what I need to do AFR again. Yeah. So it's weird that they were like, all right, fine. This is how we're going to fill out the set file. (laughs) Now, granted, like, I think there's more different between this set and AFR than there was between Streets of New Capenna and Streets of New Capenna Alchemy. So it might have a slightly different feel. But at the same time, though, right, you're getting a lot of those same cards over again mm-hmm. that you've like, it's almost, it's almost like when they used to do the old corsets where they were all mm-hmm. reprints. Yeah. But if they were just like, you know what, uh, M13 was pretty good. We're going to keep all the commons from M13 and some of the uncommons. Mm-hmm. And then just throw some new rares on top right. and call that M14. Right. So, like, they have what was it, Celestial Unicorn, right? Whenever you gain life, put a plus one, plus one counter on it. Mm-hmm. So, there has to be a life game theme in black, white, or white, green. I mean, I would hope. To make that card playable. Right. Otherwise, it's a useless card. Yeah. So, like, the exact same, like, uh, draft archetype that you played a year ago, it's back with the same payoffs and the same enablers. Like, that's super, super weird and probably not fun. Yeah. Uh, So, go ahead. I'm scrolling through the card file, and I got to Lazelle's Acrobatics. Yeah. Look at how small the font is on that card. <laughs> well, so that's uh, that's what I want to close the episode with. But I got uh, I got one more thing I wanted to talk about first. Okay. Well, I want to I want to kind of piggyback. We talked about this in the pre-show. 
don't know if this is okay. your point or not. But so if you look at this set, it feels pretty lazy, mm-hmm. right? It was, well, we had Commander Legends. That set came out. We want to get something onto Arena, so we're going to take AFR, throw some Commander Legends stuff on there, and put some goofy mechanics on them. Yep. All right. Then you have Streets of New Capenna Alchemy, which is the exact same set plus 40 untested Alchemy cards. <laughs> right? Or more. And, yeah. And then you have a uh, uh, double feature, uh, yep. Innistrad double feature, which was going to be this curated draft environment of the two curated. sets. Yeah, yeah. The curation was they smushed both uh, card files together. Right. So there really wasn't any kind of like curation or anything that was unique about it. Like you could be in blue, black, and half of your deck not work with the other half. Right. Because the the uh, themes didn't overlap. Mm-hmm. And like it just seemed like the laziest way to do it. For sure. And so there have been a number of things recently. Like I know we uh, people have uh, decried wizards doing cash grabs yeah right but like three of this three of the uh sets two arena only sets and then one paper set have just been like the laziest way you could have done them for sure and it's just like well how can we separate people from their money we're gonna do black and white (laughs) yeah we're gonna hit grayscale and then we're going to print all these cards and smush them together so it doesn't really accomplish anything. Like it, it's not giving the consumer something that's actually new and interesting. Yeah, that would uh, is not the thing that I was going to go back and talk about. So I'm right. glad that you brought that up. So like, remember uh, on Arena when they did like Kaladesh Remastered? Yeah, and they stuck the two sets together, but like they took cards out. It was a bigger than normal set, but cards came out, mm-hmm. and it was like. Uh, it was quite cohesive. Yeah, I mean, it was fun to draft. I enjoyed draft. Same thing with Amonkhet. Amonkhet Remastered was fun to draft. Yeah, like, so they... And they, like, took out, like, the egregious cards. Like, I don't think Renegade Freighter was in the remaster. Right. Uh, it was card, not. Because that card was dumb. Mm-hmm. I was actually looking for it for one of my historic Brawl decks and couldn't find it because I was like, surely it's in there. And nope, it is not on Arena. Yeah, well, I was looking for uh, Consulate Dreadnought, and that's not yeah. in there either. Yeah. But they, like, actually were, like, what cards are, were actually good and limited? What cards mm-hmm. led to good games? Yep. In this, they're just like, meh. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. They'll pay for it. That's right. Yeah, if it's not good, they, they'll either, you know, not play it or, you know, whatever. Um, So kind of the... If this is just AFR, you know, with some extra alchemy stuff, um, if you remember back to AFR Limited, it was just Force Red Black. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine that's a pretty good place to start with. If you're going to be drafting any Alchemy Horizons, Baldur's Gate, I would imagine you just start with Forcing Red Black and go from there, see what the environment feels like. But that's probably a pretty safe place to start. Yeah, I was looking for um uh what was it? The three one Ho- yeah, there it is, Hobgoblin Hobgoblin. Captain. Yep, he's there. Right. There's Hobgoblin Captain. Kalane is still there. 
And there's a Battle Cry Goblin. Yep. Right, like the two cards that kind of like held together, and like the 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 Jaded Cell Sword. Mm-hmm. Right, like you have the cards that like kind of pushed red black pretty hard, and at least the red cards, the ones that like yeah. made me think of it. And yeah, there is Culane. Uh, and yeah, so like I think that's where you start, which like is not always the most fun to go back and just like have a similar draft environment. Now, we could very well be wrong and like this could play totally different, but like it's like the same core. Mm-hmm. So I think it's hard to think that that, that that core is going to be wildly different from one card from one set to the next like oh i have the same core but don't you worry i'm going to play differently well right. so you know, i haven't spent a ton of time pouring through this but most of these cards in this card file um the ones that they've changed are uncommons rares and mythics mm-hmm. um I think there are a couple commons in here that are arena only um but like that's mostly what makes up limited decks are commons you know, you, you might have a rare or two, or if you're lucky, three or four, but and then a handful of uncommons, but typically your limited decks are, you know, made from, you know, whatever common cards are in your packs. And if most of those are the same between AFR and Baldur's Gate here, um, I imagine that they're going to play pretty similarly. Mm-hmm. Also, so. did you see what they did to the gates? Yeah, they changed them. They work differently than they do in paper, right? Like, they're not even the same cards. Same name, same no, art, no, I different think they're, decks. They're different names. Mm, I don't think so. I think they're the same names. No, because I think it's, like, this is Gate of the Black Dragon, and I think the actual card is Black Dragon Gate. Oh, okay. Like, I think they're just, like, so I think it's, like, Citadel Gate versus Gate to the Citadel gotcha. kind of deal. Uh, oh, did the, uh, I guess I wasn't paying much attention. Did they have land types in Baldur's Gate? No, they were just gate as opposed to being a plains gate. Yeah. So, right, like the mana fixing in this set, well, I guess in the first AFR, the mana fixing was hot garbage. Yeah. Uh, the mana fixing in this set is going to be awful as well because there are no dual lands. Because yes. they took the perfectly fine functional cards that were mm-hmm. the gates and made them um, uh, made them tapped. Enter the battlefield tap, only tap for one color of mana, but you get to basically draw a non-land card with them yeah. for four mana. Only do this once. So it's like, why? Like, these cards were fine. And, like, mm-hmm. didn't need, like, you know, alchemized. Yeah, also, do you want to touch on six-sided cards? Um, I do. Uh, let, let's do one thing first. Okay. Um, is there anything in here you're interested in? Um, so, remember how we've talked about, like, there are some sets that you can just go like, I don't have to pay attention to this. Mm-hmm. This is one of those sets for me that I was like, 
I paid attention to it enough in paper to yeah. pick out the cards I needed for the cube, make sure there wasn't anything that just screamed I am busted in Legacy. Yeah. Uh, I will admit I missed Displacer Kitten <laughs> being like, resolve this and win the game on the spot. Yeah. Um, but uh, other than that, like I have no idea what any of the alchemy cards are. I have all the FR cards already. And, like, um, I don't play Alchemy or Historic, so there's nothing... In, and I'm not going to draft it, because I'm assuming it's a bad draft environment. Yeah, I am probably not going to draft this either. Um, I do play, like, Historic Brawl as a palette cleanser sometimes, though. If I've had enough of playing on ladder and I'm sick of hating myself, I'll usually play Historic Brawl for a couple days and then go back. And there's some cool stuff in here for Historic Brawl, so... Okay, what, like what? There were... Um, I basically have the Prosper Tomebound deck built, but with Angrath as the general. So that's a pretty easy, uh, pretty easy change for me. Um, I kind of built that deck hoping that Prosper would be legal on Arena at some point. Um, I don't know. I don't know that there's a ton else, but Prosper jumped out at me. Okay. Well, I mean, so. That's good that there's at least one card that we can be like, yeah. oh. There was something else too. I don't I don't remember what it is though. I think if if there were um right, if I don't know, I wish there was like a like historic but without Hearthstone. Yeah. Because like, you know, you like you could play some of these commanders. Like they give you like interesting commanders to play. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want like to have something perpetually get neg two, neg one, or like, oh hey, I'm gonna like cascade in the four things or something, and just be like, oh, yeah, gosh. So, um, kind of going back to your the the point you made about uh, the gates being different in like alchemy than they were in Commander mm-hmm. Legends. Um, there are two cards in this set that are in the spoiler twice there are because i'm assuming that you're going to draft them one way and then when they're actually in your collection they're going to be different okay uh baba la saiga and minsk okay uh so baba la saiga night witch is one black green for a three three you can tap and sack up to three permanents. If there were three or more card types among these permanents, each opponent loses three life. You gain three life and draw three cards. Okay. And then there's also an arena version that adds a mana to that. So it's it's two green-black instead of just one green-black. Oh, okay. I see the. And same with um, Minsk. The planes, the green Mm-hmm. Red Planeswalker, um, they added a mana to it and have an arena version. So I'm not sure what that's all about. Like, it's kind of awkward that you would draft a card one way and then... Play it a it different would... way and construct it. Yeah. That is super weird. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't mean... know why they just wouldn't have made that change to start with. Yeah. Or, like... You know, oh, it's it's too it's too good for constructed. 
as it has costed, but not good enough for a draft if we increase the cost. I don't know. Really, but, it's really strange. Yeah, like I don't know why you would. I mean, some of the cards that they've printed, like it's like obvious that they don't care that they're busted. Also, I love the fact that like on some level you're encouraged to play like two and three color, like heavy two and three color decks because of the like the rares and the mythic uh, legends are like, or even the uncommon ones are super yeah. powerful. And they're just no like, yeah, fixing, no, no fixing. <laughs> just figure it out. It'll be fine. Yeah. Good luck. You're on your own. Right. Maybe it would have been interesting if they would have done it. The draft environment where you played one V one brawl afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Where you like, you picked the commander. Yeah. If it was more of a commander legend style product. Yeah. That might be kind of like, cool. Hey, because there's enough legends. Like they could guarantee yeah, a legend a in every pack. Yeah, I mean, they did that for Dominaria, and that wasn't a commander, whatever. Yeah, but they could put one of the, like, legends in every pack, and then you, like, you know, you have to have a commander. So they would have to put in, like, I don't know, whatever his name is, like, Prismatic Flute Boy or whatever his name is. (laughs) Yeah, Prismatic Piper. Yeah, or whatever it is in this set. It could just be that, because they're not using um, background. Yeah. Which, like, that was the hook for Commander Legends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that they may have gotten themselves in trouble when... So they, like, announced Alchemy a year ago? Maybe longer? Okay. I don't remember when they announced it. Right, but... Because they started... When did they start doing Alchemy? We started getting Alchemy products with... Kamigawa? Was it Kamigawa? I think so. No, there was one before that, wasn't there? I don't think so. Um, Was there a Val one? I didn't think there was a Val uh, one. I thought it started with Kamigawa. You might be right. Um, But I think they were under the impression that Alchemy was going to be a hit. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, you wouldn't do it if you didn't think it was going to be a hit, right? Right. And so... That was what was going to let them get away with not having a Somerset. Yeah. Because like, hey, why don't we don't need a Somerset? Because we have this super cool thing that everyone's going to love and want to do. And then they released it and it was just like all backlash. Your economy sucks. I don't want to play Hearthstone. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then um, no one plays Alchemy now. So, But they were like... Because of what they did with the set releases, they were like, well, crap. We have to still release this product. Yeah. I don't know how many people are going to, like, play it. It'll be interesting, though. Like, let's say this set just does awful numbers. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, it doesn't get drafted a lot. People aren't opening packs. Right? Like, this could, like, kind of kill the alchemy experiment. Maybe. Right? Just be like, oh, well, I guess no one wants this. So there is, before we get to uh, my, I'll call it a take. I'll let you guys decide if it's hot or cold. Um, Before we get to that, what you were just saying kind of made me think. I wonder, like, what percentage of arena players don't own paper cards? 
like how many people came to arena and stayed there or it, i mean i i guess like paper players that play only on arena now kind of like me um don't really count for what i'm thinking but like how, how many digital only players are there that would be interested in alchemy you know what i mean like somebody that doesn't care about the cards being different than how they or like work in paper or whatever doesn't know they're different because they've never seen the card in paper yeah like how many of those people are there that would be okay with like alchemy and like because those are those are going to be the people that are excited about this this is true this is true like i think that there are we fall into the category of player that you know wants to play you know as as wizards talks about for arena when they first made it authentic magic mm-hmm. right arena supposed to give you that authentic magic experience yep. right and that's what we want yep and then there are people that have never played authentic magic mm-hmm. that just see arena as a video game right and hey i got new stuff for my video game there's a new right. dlc for my game neat and i wonder if there's a lot of people that like play the new dlc for like two weeks and then go away mm-hmm. right and then the next set comes out oh hey the new dlc is out i'll go spend 30 bucks yeah playing the new dlc and then go away again and i mean that that could just be it where Right, there are less people who care about, you know, or even know that things aren't the same. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. I, I think you're right. I think that we are losing sight of, again, the army of casuals that drive magic. Well, I mean, not necessarily just casual. Like, look at uh, Crokey's. Like, he doesn't play Paper Magic at all. Yeah. And I saw he he did a poll on his uh, Twitter today asking people what what they wanted him to stream for, like, today's stream or whatever. And I, th- I think, like, Explorer was winning. People wanted him to play Explorer. And he's like, oh, I, I don't want to play. It's not a digital format. I don't want to play that format. But like he's, you know, quote unquote, a professional player. Like, I mean, obviously he doesn't play paper magic. So I don't know like what he would do in a pro tour, but he's certainly professional in in, like he's an accomplished player that has a big following and, you know, earns his income off of playing magic. I think the definition of pro player has like changed greatly. Right, like, like, Crokey's, um, like, Crokey's has kind of, like, fallen into a niche uh, similar to, like, Caleb D. Mm-hmm. Right, where, like, Caleb didn't go play in a lot of paper tournaments because a day when he wasn't streaming was, like, money out of his pocket. Right. right? But if... Caleb had won and top aided a number of GPs, typically ones like in the like Madison area. Yeah. Right. That it was like, you know what? I'm willing to take like three days off streaming because I'll go hang with my friends or whatever. Right. 
And so, like, you wouldn't consider Caleb a pro, right? Caleb was a streamer who mm-hmm. we knew had the chops to play in paper. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, he's played in paper before. He's played in big events. Oh, no. Exactly. He's won GPs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is, like, you would never consider Caleb to be a pro. Yeah. Like, Caleb was a streamer or is a mm-hmm. streamer. Right? I think Crokey's falls in, like, the I'm a streamer camp. Yeah. And... You know, like we don't like, but I think I, the I'm a streamer camp is what pro magic is now, yeah. right? Like, uh, the the system has not come back online enough mm-hmm. for there to be like people that are even attempting to be pro, right? Off of off of the new system, so like the pro is now the people that stream magic full time, yeah. They're like streaming arena full time. And uh, that's that's weird, right? Like that, you know, he would be like, I don't want to play Explorer because it's not a digital only format. Yeah. And it's like, well, you've played standard, Doc. Like, that's not digital only. <laughs> but like, well, I mean, it might as well be like there's no standard events. This is true. But like, yeah, if you like, you know, don't ever, uh, you know, leave the house to uh, go play Magic, then... You know, standard is a digital only event or a digital only format. But I don't know. It's it's weird that they would like release a set when like there's a large portion of their player base that this product is not for them. Yeah. Right. There's like a certain percentage of your player base that this product cannot be for. Mm -hmm. But like, I feel like this is a pretty big segment. Yeah, I mean, to I the agree. point where, like, Seth did a poll. Uh, okay, hey, I got the early access for Commander Legends. What should I do? And I think not participate won the <laughs> poll. Probably. It was not participate was, like, first, and then draft was second. Yeah. Which is you know, kind of a shame because Wizards is going to see, you know, lack of participation and take that to mean, oh, this is a thing that people don't want anymore, where in reality it's just the product nobody wants, not the streamer early access. I I think that uh, I've seen a number of stream. I saw one streamer today who had early access get all up in arms about someone like, I'm was like, I'm not going to watch this. Mm-hmm. And like, like, why are streamers doing this? And like, oh, don't you, like, take away from streamers? And it's like, fair. Like, as a streamer, like, you have to do it, right? Yeah. Right, like, the mothership has given you, like, some sort of access and, like, has dubbed you, like, worthy. Right. Right, so you have to do it for the, like, you know, the clout, quote, unquote, mm-hmm. that that gets you. But at the same time, right, like, what if people don't watch? Right, like, right. you know, hey, as a streamer, I usually get 500 views a stream, and I got 250 for Alchemy. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of what I mean, yeah. is, like, for a couple sets, they took away the early access events. And they, you know, they didn't offer them to streamers. It was something that they decided that wasn't worth the time to do or whatever. Well, and then did, they brought it back. Did you hear the rumor about why that happened? Oh, no. Apparently, what I heard was there was literally one person 
who championed the streamer early access events. Yeah. And they got another job. And since that one person left, there was no one at at the small startup Wizards of the Coast that picked up the, like the ball and ran with it. And then eventually Mm -hmm. someone was like, we should probably do that again. But that's like part of the reason why it went away was like the person that like sent out the emails (laughs) went away and they, didn't like put two and two together and go like, yo, Susan's the one that sends the emails, right? Susan doesn't work here anymore. Should someone send out the emails? Like they didn't have that conversation. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Also, like if they really valued it, they would have made sure someone kept sending those emails. Right, your your point is very valid that like they screwed up and I'm glad they brought it back. But- Well, I just hope that they don't see reduced numbers for this and take it as a sign that- the streamer early access events are no good when in reality it's the product that's no good and they should make better products that people care about. Yeah. I mean, hopefully someone in their like data analytics department would be like, huh, this set is different than every other set we've done. Perhaps we should do another regular set and see what the numbers look like afterwards. But I mean, honestly though, right? Like, there's not a whole lot of effort to do the streamer early access event. No. And so. Been a, like, spin up a couple of God accounts and send some emails out. Yeah. And I, I think they like log into like a different server. Yeah. Because like apparently for this event, there's no historic and there's no hmm. like basically That's all weird. you can do is play alchemy or draft. Like, those are going to be your only two options as ways to play. Weird. Um, but, like, for doing very little work, getting a few thousand people to, like, watch your product for free, mm-hmm. right? Like, seems like a pretty good return on investment. You're just like, yeah. here, log in with this account. Thank you. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not, not like it's super hard. But... Yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see how it does. Because, yeah. right, like, per usual, the community's angry. Yeah, I mean, what else is new? So, are you ready for my for my take? Hit me with it. Let's go. All right. So, Magic came out in 1993, right? So, we're almost 30 years in. Yeah. I think... Almost 30 years in, Wizards has finally started making magic the way got Dr. Garfield intended. Uh, in a way that you can't know what all the cards are? Exactly. Like, that was the whole point behind magic, is he wanted nobody to have any idea what was in your deck when you sat down across from somebody. And he wanted every card to be brand new and for you to have to read every card and for you to see a card and say, I've never seen that card before. And I think we're finally there because nobody has any idea what's in this set or what was in Commander Legends or is in Double Masters or is in any product that comes out anymore. We have all new mechanics that only work in digital. We have cards that work differently in digital than they do in paper. And as you alluded to earlier, we have six-sided cards where there is an entire wall of text in each text box. So... They have the specialized mechanic, and it is you pay some amount of mana. I think they're all two. Are they all two? No, no. Here's one that's one. Yeah. 
Uh, and there's one where you like discard a card too, isn't there? I think specialize you discard a card. So pay mana, discard okay. a card or land type of your choice and change yeah. the card to its new card with the effects. And okay. the, the change depends on what you discard. So that's why they gave the gates land types. Oh, gotcha. Because I didn't realize it was or land type. So like if you discard the white gate, since it is a plains gate, it yeah. flips your card to the white side. Yep. So there are one, two, three, four. Are there 20 of these? Because there are four white ones. Probably. Yeah, I think there are 20. Um, yeah, there's a common, an uncommon. No, two uncommons, a rare, and a mythic. Okay. Yep. And so you have these cards. Now, they have the exact same art as cards mm-hmm. from the paper set, which yep. can may or may not matter uh, matter uh, based on if you know Magic is a paper game. Right. Um, and then each of these cards has the side that you, like, draft or, like, would be, if you think about it, like a, a paper flip card, would be the side that you would have face up in your sleeve. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, depending on what you discard to it, it changes the mana cost and the text box. Oh, I didn't realize it changed the mana cost. That's yeah. hilarious. So, let's see. We'll, we'll, do the, we'll do the white ones. So just for an example here. So, if you flip the white one with a white card, it goes from one in the white to two to one white, white, three, three. Oh, uh, is this perpetual? Uh, is that why it changes the mana cost? It flips the card in your hand. So you, it's not when it's on the battlefield. You yeah. specialize when it's in your hand. Okay. Um, I, I bet you it's perpetual. I bet you, like, if you flip one of these, it's just always whatever you flip yeah. it to. And then if you flip a blue card to it, it's one blue-white. It's a 3-4 yeah. with Vigilance. Uh, so, it, so, like... Basically, it'd be like if in paper, uh, when you like got the card, if you could like pull it out and it, like unfolded like a billfold, yeah, <laughs> like you know the the like old kind of like kind of like the old dad like wallet like picture holder, yeah, kind of deal. Either like the book one where you flip through the pictures or it just like unrolls, yeah, and you're just like, and like here you go. Which one do I want? And you fold it back up and you flip it over. Um. So, we have found a way to get more words on cards. Oh, yeah. Infinite words on cards. I am willing to bet that people will, like, not know what their cards do in their deck. They will be Mm -hmm. as surprised as their opponent when they specialize 100%. Like, there's no way you can play around one of these. No. No, you just... Like, I don't even... I don't know what any of them do. I'm sure... Like, I'm sure one of them is an absolute blowout and you get demolished... And if you knew what it did, you would see it coming from a mile away and play around it. But there's no way to know. Yeah. There's no way to know. I mean, like... I I guess this is kind of like their take on backgrounds to make them work on Arena. Because it's kind of the same design space. Kind of. Like you're playing playing your legendary creature or whatever, and then... 
like you get to pick a background for it. You know, you discard a blue card and it gets a blue background and you discard a black card and it gets a black background. Yeah, but again, I think you specialize when it's in your hand. Okay. Like not when it's but, on the battlefield. Right. But yeah. Right, but same idea though. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I get that it's, you know, functionally different, but. They're, they're all uh, sick discard outlets for Grease Fang. Because they're this, all this they're all true. basically blood tokens. Uh no. Because you have to pick a color and then discard. So you can't pick colorless. Okay, although you can pick Parhelion. Parhelion is white, yeah. Or uh or if you were Abzan, you could pick uh Azekit Chariot. Yeah. So I guess it only works with, with uh Parhelion. But that's the one you wanted yeah. to work with anyway. Right. Uh but yeah, it's just it is a very weird mechanic that yes. just is like, let's make this more complicated. But I guess that is a good point. Like I hadn't thought of it as like a way to kind of get the background mechanic yeah. in. Now, There's um one of these is supposed to be like busted. I'm trying um, to find it. Is it Shadow Heart Cleric of War? Is uh one black red for a four four with death touch. Yeah, which one and is it's that? Beginning, uh, Shadow Heart Sharon Cleric, but the red version. Okay. At the beginning of your end step, it deals one damage to each player. Whenever you lose life during your turn, Shadow Heart deals that much damage to each opponent. Yeah, I was looking for this card. I was going to talk about that. Oh, okay. Because um, uh, I had saw that it, uh, with uh, Adanto Vanguard. You just kill them. Mm-hmm. You like play your Vanguard on two. You play this and you attack, and, or you attack, and if they don't block, you play this and then you just kill them. Pay all of your life. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess you can only activate it has if they have thirteen life or less. So I guess it takes a little bit of work. So you can't just kill them on turn three. But still, it doesn't say anything about thirteen life or less. Yeah, specialized. Oh, you can only you can only flip it if you have thirteen life yeah. or less. Yeah. Oh, if a player has thirteen life or less, so I guess you can just yeah. like you can try to kill him on like turn four, flip yeah. it on two, because you like you know did the uh, a Danto Vanguard trick that you used to do with oh, what are they called? The Knight of the Ebon Legion. Yeah, where you just like you know you, you hit yourself and then it gets a counter. Same thing. Yep. still works though yeah and you just like play the dual lands Mm -hmm. like you play shocks and then you get your like your uh your your red mana so you don't have to have a ton of red yeah like and you get thought sees yeah like this one looks like one of those you're just like did you guys test this at all yeah i mean it's mana intensive though it is but like like, if you go to two to specialize and then three. And you got to lose a card. Don't you discard and then draw? Is it discard then draw? Uh, discard a card. To... Oh, wait, no, it doesn't. Okay, no. Yeah. See, so you are down a card. Yeah, okay. I don't know. See, magic is Richard Garfield intended. Nobody knows what the cards do. Yeah, exactly. Like, he never intended us to have uh, uh, full spoilers and everything. It was all just supposed to be like, oh, wow, neat. 
Right. He wasn't intending for us to like just buy stacks of cards uh, on the the first day the set came out. He wanted you to go to your game store and then be surprised. Mm Mm-hmm. Every day was a new adventure. Yeah, so I really do think that, like, are these are all these cards the ones that had... Um, background? Background? I don't know. Does uh, Yeah, because Wilson Refined Grizzly, you right now, is mm-hmm. one of these specialized cards. They didn't put all of them in there, all the background yeah. cards. Right. But it's also, like, the fact that they were just like, eh. We'll use the same art. It's fine. Yeah. Right. That's just another thing that feels cheap. It's like, come on, you gotta like commission some more art. Well, come on. They put a filter over each one for the backside. I guess you are right. They did. <laughs> <laughs> they changed the colors of the trees on Wilson. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, uh Veronica Nightscape Disciple. I think no, no. I'm looking at the red one. Like. I, th- I Amber, think all Ambergris, Ambergris Citadel Agent, yeah. right? The white, the white one has a the background is white. The next one, the background is blue. Yeah, the background is oh, purpley black. Then the red. Uh, the shapeshifter is a whole different arts on the back because she turns into different creature types. Lu- Lucamina Moon Druid. Oh, Moon Druid. That must be blue, right? No, it's green. What? Yeah, she turns into a hawk, a crocodile, a scorpion, a wolf, or a bear, and they're all different arts. Okay. So this one, they actually, like, you know, spent more than, like, $6. Right. They had more than an intern with Photoshop. Yeah. Because what's funny is when you get to the one that has the same color as the card, the art is... Exactly, exactly the, the same. same. Maybe it's like a slightly like different hue. Yeah, but it's really hard to tell. Yeah, but like Wilson, the green Wilson is like the exact same card. Yeah, they're just like no worries. We're just we're just gonna leave this one the same. Yep, like it's it's all good. But yeah. Oh I, no. No, the his orb is green on the back side. His orb? Yeah, yeah, the potion that he's holding in his hand. Oh. It's red on the front and green on the back. I did not even notice. You are correct. <clears throat> Man. I'm, you are I'm really sorry. bad at those. Can you find ten things that are different between these two pictures? No. I can find <laughs> one. You, we found the one. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't... Um... It does not feel uh, feel good. We've got like yeah. some sweet, sweet spell books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It this year does feel like a lot of products are just cash grabby more so yeah. than usual because they feel like I said they feel poorly done. It feels like they were just like, what is a way that we can get something out here, as opposed to what is. What is a good product? What is going to be a good gameplay experience? Oh, I know. Let's have a secret lair every month that's only lands, and there's one for each month, but none of them are going to ship until it's all done. So we can just hold this money. Yeah. 
But they're available for the entire year. Right. Yeah, but they're just like, well, it's such a weird thing that was like, you know what? Okay, here, we're going to, you're going to pay for this in January. Yeah. And then we're going to hold on to it. Hold on to your money until the following January. Yeah. And then then we're good. Well, are they doing the thing where you pay for it and they don't take your money? Yeah, they do like a, I don't know, forget what it is, quarter or something. And then they bill you right before it ships. Okay, so that's not as... It's, it's just really strange. Like, I don't know. Yeah. The whole thing seems like a cash grab. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm sure... If that goes well, we're going to go from Zodiac signs to, I don't know, like, calendars. Like, do you want your, like, January, like, like snow-covered <laughs> planes? Just got, yeah. like, a, a calendar for, like, January on it or whatever. Oh, winter arts or whatever, yeah. yeah Who it's knows? going to be like, okay. So, yeah, so can't really give you a lot of hard-hitting insight onto this because this is one that we just ignored but the thing we can kind of point out is like they just um seem like they mailed this one in yeah so maybe i'm wrong maybe it's like an amazing draft environment that like is cohesive and makes sense but i don't know how yeah well, so. unfortunately, I'm probably not going to find out either. So I'm not going to find out. You'd asked me before if I was going to do the uh, mastery pass. Yeah. And I was like, yes, because at the end of it, you get like a free draft. Right. Well, you get like, it costs like a thousand gems and you get a draft token and a draft token is like a thousand or fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I get all that stuff and a draft I was going to do in the future anyway. Fine. Right. But like, I don't see myself like giving them any money for this product. No, me neither. And I'll get to play, like, a standard deck in the uh, alchemy events, which will be fun. Yep. I'll be like, what am I losing to? Like, I don't know. Concede. <laughs> I've literally never heard of that card. Yeah. I'm sure I'm going to lose to it now. I, I concede to many a fake card. Yeah. I'm just like, what is that? Can I win next turn? Am I going to, like, get, like, housed by this ridiculous thing? <laughs> like, okay, I'm, I'm done now. Yeah. I'll play someone who's like, you know, has the same deck bonus constraints as me, which is cards that like function in magic. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. With that, I think we have a show. We have a show. So, again, we're asking if you have any suggestions for shows or show ideas, please hit us up on the social medias because uh, Wizards is mailing it in and we're trying not to, dang it. So... <laughs> We want to make sure we give you guys what you want. Absolutely. Yep. Hit us up. All the links are down below. If you want to support the show, two ways to do it. TCG player affiliate link is number one. TCG.casualtryhardmtg.com. Head on over there. Use that link to get the TCG player. Purchase whatever you're going to purchase. And you support the show. It's easy as that. Uh, Second way is Patreon. Patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. Chip a couple bucks in. Money goes right to us. We really appreciate it. Helps us uh, do all of the cool stuff that we do. Uh, continue making the show. You know, support our patrons. Uh, maybe eventually get some prizes for our tournaments. Um, but it all starts with you guys. So if you want to see more of that stuff, head on over to patreon.com slash casual MTG and show us your support monetarily. Yes, please. please. And thank you. <laughs> um, also... 
I mentioned our tournament. I think I forgot to mention our tournament at the top of the show. Uh, MTGmelee.com. Head on over there. Search schedule. Try here at MTG. Our tournament will pop up. Um, this tournament is... I forget what we're doing. Oh, I'm such a bad host. It's not in the show notes. Standard Artisan. Standard Artisan. Thank you very much. Sure. Uh, it'll be best of three. It is July 23rd, I believe. And it will start at 8 p.m. East Coast time. Um, duck lists are required. Head on over to mtgmelee.com. Uh, sign up there. Put your duck list in. And come have fun with us. Yeah, they are pretty fun. Yep. We enjoy running them. So hopefully you guys enjoy playing in them. But uh, I think everyone I think who has played it. in them hasn't has enjoyed themselves. Yeah, I think so, too. Yep. So. All right. With that, we will catch you on the internet. We will catch you on the internet.